0: Crochet base. We're gonna crochet while we talk about crochet while we talk about crochet. You can crochet too. Yeah. Well everybody, welcome back to the crochet base for another lovely, wonderful, intriguing, informative, educational, life-transforming episode. <laughs> I'm Jess. I'm Megs. And we are the, the crochet, crochet base. base. And I'm excited because I feel like we've both been having crazy stuff going on, and I feel yeah. like we have had a lot to catch up on. Uh huh. And we really have. So we talked for like an hour before we hit record.
1: <laughs> we really did. What? Yeah. And we still
0: have a lot to catch up on. yeah I, we like, literally hopped
1: into video, video at seven and it's eight now. So yes.
0: Yeah. It's like save it for the episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys want to just listen to us talk about our lives?
0: yeah so um what you drinking over there megs oh
1: you know a little bit of this a little bit of that david just brought me some
0: coffee oh are you a little uh, beverage goblin over there want
1: the sweet cream one please thanks dog
0: have you seen that tiktok where it's uh somebody talking about being a beverage goblin <laughs> No, I've never heard of that. But I got—I heard it once, and it—it it became half of my personality, just can we, can calling we have, everyone a beverage goblin. Can we have shirts that
1: that say beverage goblin? Honestly, like
0: yarn goblin. I love that. Mm. That's merch right there, yarn goblin. I got um, this fancy
1: Starbucks cup with some H two O because you know me, I like my Starbucks cups.
0: Yeah. Well, Thanks. is it is it quality H two O? It's that's...
1: quality. It's
0: always quality H two O i feel like we need merch that says quality h2o on it we actually really really do at this point because i say it so much yeah yeah it's it's kind of the hallmark of each episode at this point. we have
1: quality h2o and the tears of my enemies can you <laughs> hear episode, that little
0: this episode brought to you by the tears of my enemies
1: so i have coffee i have water i didn't intend to have coffee but then i asked very last minute if davy could make me some and davy came
0: through yes <laughs> we love Um, a coffee king we really do love a coffee (laughs) king Um, every beverage (gasps) goblin needs a beverage uh king yeah can can a coffee company sponsor us oh my gosh could you imagine oh like if they just sent us free coffee in exchange for like talking about their coffee what if Dunkin' Donuts sponsored? us? Or- okay, listen. I tried to get Dunkin' to notice me and my cat when we first found her. I was, like, tagging them in posts. Like, look at this yeah. cat. We named her after you. And they never they never responded okay. to me, so I'm a little salty. New goal, everybody. We
1: need either Starbucks, Dunkin', or Scooters. Not Starbucks. No, absolutely Starbucks. I love Starbucks. Not Starbucks. Okay, but, like, what other ones do we like? <laughs> I, I could deal so, with Kimmy's.
0: So, Tim Hortons or Bigby would be like the, on my side, local place. I mean, mm-hmm. Tim Hortons isn't really local. It's a Canadian brand primarily, right. but there's a ton in Michigan. Um, but Bigby is a true Michigan brand and would be, that would be a really cool company to have sponsor us. Do you guys have scooters? We don't, at least okay. not in my area of Michigan.
1: I don't really know like scooters, what scooter? because obviously like you guys are technically the Midwest, so there's a it's lot not of... like a midwest but like you guys don't really have well you do have culvers but that's like you didn't
0: always have it right we've yeah it's it's in the, like the recent like the past decade that we've been getting right. culvers because you guys don't have caribou either right we used to have caribou and then okay. uh pete's coffee bought them out and like shut mm-hmm. down all the locations except the one in the airport and it makes me sad so you that's can really still weird. go to any grocery store and get caribou coffee like the grounds yeah, But yep. there's no, like, retail locations anymore, which it's makes me so sad. It's not
1: the same. Okay, I'm down with Starbucks because it's, like, everywhere, you know? Right, readily right like, available. Yes. And Dunkin' as well. Although yeah. Dunkin's aren't as much around here. They're harder to find. You can't okay. find them, we have but they tons are harder to find. It's so weird. Michigan is, like, like this is why I don't know why it's part of the Midwest. Because it's so different from the rest of the Midwest,
0: I don't know that it is. I think that You don't know what that it is?
1: Yeah. Timmy's. Um, Big B. You got well, a bunch Big of dunkins. You the, don't uh, have
0: caribou. You don't you know, you you barely have Culvers, like But I'm sure there's places Y'all in say so Minnesota. There's probably places in like Minnesota and Wisconsin that are their own state brand that aren't other midwest places right
1: but you gotta but keeping in mind with that minnesota and wisconsin and arguably minnesota the most are the heart of the midwest okay so like that is like if you could sum up the midwest simply in to one or two states it would be minnesota and wisconsin
0: you're gonna have a lot of people sending us angry emails (laughs) And I'm not getting into this with you tonight because it's not what we're doing. Anyway, all that to say, yes, any coffee brand that wants to. It doesn't have to be a retail like coffee shop. It could just be a coffee no, brand. We, and, listen, we have a great one in Michigan called Madcap. Um, They're based out of Grand Rapids, I think. And their coffee is incredible. And I would love for them to. They're like a small kind of like boutique type coffee ground place, coffee I'm, roastery.
1: I'm truly down for any type of coffee like i will get one of the little like (laughs) no not Folgers sorry homie Folgers is oh my god there was a period of time where i had to do the like instant mix Folgers coffee Mm -hmm. like mm, no nope
0: (laughs) i can't do it yeah so not any brand but virtually any brand virtually yeah virtually any brand
1: please sponsor Um, us some type of cool coffee shop (laughs) only cool
0: coffee shops sponsor us please i mean if they sponsor us they're the cool ones so it's true if you sponsor us you automatically become cool
1: please duncan we love you please (laughs) Dunky. please
0: (laughs) dunk duncan (laughs) rue i know i'm just talking about my cat now okay um so i am also drinking coffee i am not drinking quality h2o but in my opinion coffee is the quality h2o
1: Oh, I uh, love a good bean water.
0: been improved by the beans. Um, and because Michael and I are trying to get back into intermittent fasting, I'm technically done consuming calories for the day, which means I could not put half and half in my coffee. So instead, I decided to drink it black. But my rule about drinking black coffee is it's got to be good coffee if I'm going to drink it black. So instead of just doing my standard drip coffee, I decided to use my I, I dusted off my french press and i made some french press coffee and let me tell you it is truly delightful we had
1: yeah. the whole argument and conversation about how if you want french press you can just use a curing <laughs> do you remember that conversation you were like do you understand what french press <laughs> is i was like i don't care coffee's coffee
0: that oh, was back when I drank it for the caffeine Sweet summer child <laughs> Do you remember that? I do remember <laughs> that I was like you're honestly not about to equate Keurigs with French presents Like literally all surprised. the coffee snobs just came out of the woodwork like How dare you <laughs> <laughs> I chose violence. You my...
1: desecrate the house of coffee <laughs> <laughs> I chose violence that day
0: oh my gosh i'm so glad we went on that tangent and it's still relevant to the podcast it absolutely is anyway my coffee is delicious oh
1: it's great okay so what's new like what's (sighs)
0: what's been going on so many things um what if i just sang the entire what's new segment (laughs) please please do just without like giving you any warning i just started singing um Anyway, uh, okay, what's new with me? I am wrapping up the Sunflower Granny Square Baby Blanket. Holla! I'm still in the process of blocking them, but all of the squares are done. I'm, I'm done crocheting all the squares. So I'm in the process of blocking, and then I just got to stitch them together and do a quick little shell stitch border, and then mm-hmm. that's a wrap on the baby blanket. We love it. Um, I am then forcing myself to finish the celtic Mandela throw before i start on the project that i really want to start (laughs) because i really i really do want to finish the mandala blanket i just it's one of those things i know you guys i know there's some people out there that can relate to this where if you're doing a project that's a little more complicated Uh and you stop for a little bit it's like you know that you forgot how to do it the right way and you're gonna have to like re-figure out how to do it without screwing it up you know what i mean and I'm like, okay, I just I have to I have to really have some time to like sit down and think through it and like really focus on making sure that I'm doing it right because I don't wanna have to frog it a thousand times when I'm like, Oh shoot, I was supposed to do this here and I did this instead. Um so I just, I think probably Thursday, I'm going to do that. I'm going to sit down, I'm going to figure it out, and then I'm going to get, because go- it's like once I get back in the groove and I get going, it won't be as big of a thing in my brain as it is right now. right um, But I do want to finish the Mandela Blanket because after that, I'm going to be crocheting a full length dress, you guys. I'm so freaking excited. I, like, this is this is definitely the biggest, most intense wearable project I've ever done. It's scariest, um, I'd argue. It's scary. But at the same time, I'm excited because this pattern that I chose in particular, and I will absolutely link it in the show notes for you. This pattern in particular is a made-to-measure. So you don't have to commit to, like, small, medium, large, extra large, and hope that it fits you. Um, each part of the process is basically like, okay, crochet this stitch in multiples of six or 12, you mm-hmm. know, try it on, make sure it fits and then go to move the on. next step. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever so, seen a pattern like that. Yeah. So like the first part goes, it's like, it's, it's off the shoulders. So you kind of crochet it around the shoulders and you try it on and make sure it fits. And then you kind of like go from there. Um, so that makes it a little less daunting in terms of like wanting to make sure I'm making something that's going to fit me.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, But yeah, it's the original pattern that she did is a 10 row repeat and each row is a different color and she has like this very bright, vibrant, like rainbow kind of color dress. And you guys know me by now. You know that as much as I thought it was beautiful and fun, that is not my aesthetic. (laughs) (laughs) What? 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 So I decided to make it in one solid color and it's this really pretty olive green. It's uh, yarn bee in the color fern. It's one of their cotton yarns. Um, and the reason I'm making it in a solid color is because I want it to be a more like formal vibe and I feel like stripes kind of give a more casual vibe whereas solid is a little more formal and the reason I need to crochet a full-length formal dress is because we finally finally booked a cruise for this fall and if we had a soundboard there would be a gospel choir breaking out right now in the hallelujah chorus or something she's um, gotta
1: make sure you know this because it killed her when i went on the cruise
0: it really really did um i was in a deep dark place she was not living um, her best life in that I really was 10 days that i was meg's gone. was living my best life i was living her best
1: life but she <laughs> was not living her best life
0: you really were living my best life cuz not only were you on a cruise but somebody else paid for it right
2: <laughs> like
0: Thanks that is the man. best case scenario um which was our first cruise too like michael's parents bought it for us as a wedding gift um this is going to sound anyway. so like humble
1: bragging but well maybe not even humble bragging just bragging but i truthfully have never paid for a single cruise that i've been on yeah like i love that i i have great parents so that's all i got to say
0: yeah my mom like you wouldn't you wouldn't catch your dad on the cruise ship so that there's there's been no mom sponsored cruises for me because it's just not her thing um I will say the times we've gone to Houghton Lake very rarely do we have to cover anything for that nice. so um although staying in a cabin with your entire family with no air conditioning is not the same as being on a cruise ship <laughs> hence why I am very very excited to be going on a cruise um so we we finally booked it yesterday um it's going to be a 6-day cruise to the Eastern Caribbean on Carnival Magic. Ooh wait where uh, okay you've e- been on before Eastern
1: Caribbean where are you going? Like what islands?
0: We are going to be so technically one of the ports um we will be staying on the ship for because of rules and fun stuff. Um but two of the ports we will be going getting off at um Amber Cove and Half Moon Cay. Where are those? Which um so half moon k is a carnival island mm. like they own it um i don't remember the name of the actual like like they call it half moon k obviously the island has an official mm-hmm. name and i can't remember um what it is and it's the same thing with amber cove um it's i do know that amber cove the reason why it's called amber cove it is where jurassic park was filmed
1: that's hawaii
0: huh? are you
1: going to hawaii because jurassic park was filmed in hawaii No, there's like, we've been to Amber Cove before and they have this whole plaque about how they like. Oh, they must have filmed some of them in Hawaii because my mom is in Hawaii right now. And that's a whole thing we're bitter about. Um, (laughs) And she went to where they filmed Jurassic Park yeah i'm sure they yeah like i mean that makes locations. sense that they would film it in multiple areas It's either
0: i gotta google it because now i'm second guessing myself if it was filmed there or that's the island it was based on or something it, it, it's tied to jurassic park in okay some way.
1: well now i'm just gonna google it
0: <laughs> but yeah um either way the um both of those islands are <clears throat> gonna basically just be like beach days and i'm i'm super excited um so, yeah, I wanted to crochet a dress for the formal night on the cruise because I just thought that would be, like, a super fun thing to do. Um, so, we're going to do Okay, hey,
1: it says that May it was in the islands of Hawaii, mostly. Like, the main portions were all Hawaii. But there are a couple other. It looks like some other areas, too. Some of it was in Los Angeles. I feel like,
0: so it's in the Dominican Republic, Amber Cove.
1: Okay. That was my next question. Um, I was trying to figure that out. Look at the tangents we're going on. I love this. Whoops. <laughs> um, Central America, so that makes sense. Yeah. They're Oh, they're meant to be located near Central America. All right. Anyways, fun facts. If you know anything about Jurassic Park, you know, send us an email. Let us know. Because like a good dinosaur fact or film I'm or li- fiction
0: okay
1: um while we're googling here
0: oh okay i've okay so it says um it's inside the amber museum where jurassic park was filmed specifically the initial scene was shot in which the mosquito is shown because oh, that's like where they found okay. mm-hmm. mosquitoes like that was at Amber okay, Cove. I that's think.
1: cool all right we have to stop and appreciate the fact that um you chopped your hair and now i'm seeing them pigtails back which means it's growing
0: girl the signature braids are coming back yeah my hair grows pretty fast
1: nobody can see it right now but you know the logo you can recognize it she's got
0: the braids got the braids they're not as long as they are in the logo but we will get there um we love it we love it yeah so crochet dress i also um almost finished with a cute little african flower uh hexagon uh it's not a square well it's not a granny square it's like a granny hexagon um yeah. but anyway a little crossbody bag that's like a big african flower square cart hexagon whatever <laughs> anyway it's cute i'm making it for the boutique and i'm gonna probably make more in different colors and it was a quick little workup super cute um super cute bag yeah i'm sure it'll be on my tiktok by the time this episode airs so you can go see it if you want on my tiktok but yeah so a lot of projects in the works <laughs> um over here in bergs crochetville what about over there at megs makes crochet land
1: <laughs> oh you? you know well we um we're moving yeah so that's that's a thing
0: you will we're, be we're like, moving. you'll be like almost there by the time this episode. Heirs, I think you. so
1: I think yeah I think so so where my husband um took some time off in ministry and now he is going back full time and we're we're back in ministry which is crazy and exciting and so fun yes and we're moving back to our um, home state of Minnesota which is funny technically I'm closer to you but it's a farther drive because of the
0: lakes. Because of the lakes, yeah. As the crow flies, it's closer. But I ain't no crow. <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't no crow. <laughs> so that's, you
1: know, the big exciting news. So I've been packing, yeah. which I've I've tried to stay active on TikTok and things as much as I can. But I've also had some
0: slower days. And it's going to slow down as we get closer to our move day. But uh <laughs> So, sorry, I just thought you know people are always like do like a pack and order with me. You could do like a pack a house with me. <laughs> I mean, I kind of did that today. Me and yeah. me and
1: Abby went live, and we were both packing up because she's moving too. So that's funny.
0: Yeah, so packing all the things and life yeah, is happening all very the quickly. Things.
1: I've I've got like most of my craft stuff packed. It's almost all packed. And I have a bunch of yarn I'm donating, and some people on, t- like, TikTok found out about it. Mm-hmm. So one of them is going to pick it up on Saturday. Like, she lives an hour from me, and um, her name's Heather, and she's super sweet. She's in my lives all the time. And she's like, my husband said I can come get it. I was like, cool, I'll give you my address, like, whatever. And she's going to get, like, I have one of those, like, tall laundry baskets full, like, to the brim of yarn. Amazing. Plus two more boxes. like. And I'm like, you can have it all. Like, just bring boxes to haul it in, but it's all yours. I don't care. Like, take it. (laughs) So she's going to get that on Saturday. Um, I made Crochet Groove's little cat, which is super cute. I made that recently. Um, And then I'm in between two different things. I started this dog, and I don't know who designed the pattern, but it was on Amegurumi today. And it's really cute. I turned it into a golden retriever. And then um, I'm also working on Katie Did's Lion, uh, Karma the Lion pattern right now. So I'm just trying to like do stuff to still be crocheting so I don't get bored. But honestly, mm, the majority of my day is just getting us ready to move, like yeah. planning school stuff and bank mm-hmm. accounts and all the fun transition-y stuff. So that's really what's going on in my life and why I'm kind of hit or miss, whether I'm around, but I'm trying to keep things going. I do have plans for some patterns, but I'm going to hold off until we are situated with our move. Yeah,
0: that's smart. And then
1: eventually we'll we'll be buying a house once our house sells. So Yay. if anyone is looking for a house in the Southeast Iowa a- area, I'm <laughs> trying to sell fields. mine.
0: <laughs> in oh the cornfields. Um, honestly I think you have an impressive amount of uh, projects going for how <laughs> for how like in the middle of moving you are so you know I mean the go.
1: cat's done the dog just needs its tail and limbs and I'm you know halfway through the body of the lion which if you guys are familiar with karma the lion it's a hefty project but it's a worth it one yeah so that one's gonna take me a little bit of time with all the Pacing I have to do with myself, but you know it's fine.
0: Yeah, so we're great. You.
1: We're very excited. Yeah. We're excited to be back near family.
0: Yeah, and
1: I know we have a lot of. Well, I don't know if everyone listens to the podcast necessarily, but we have a lot of people like who watch our lives who are from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I know because we have conversations. So I know they watch you too. But but we do. So there's a potential for me to meet a lot more of the people we like no from tiktok which is really cool we'll see what happens
0: so cool um i think we should read a couple of uh little shout outs from some emails we've gotten recently i pulled up a couple of them Should do it so um i have one from simply stitches and it says hi i've been listening to your podcast since episode two and i'm really enjoying your input in the crochet community Learned a lot from Christmas ideas to pattern testing tips. I have a small business myself as a teen. Go you! And I'm inspired yeah. by your tips and tricks. Thank you for creating such a cool podcast.
1: Oh, I love that's that such a sweet email.
0: And wishing you like all the success with your small biz. Look at yeah, you started as a teenager. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have another email from Brooke, and she said she wanted to send us a message. Um, she had posted on the Facebook group asking for recommendations for a crochet podcast and someone mentioned us. So first of all, whoever that was. Yeah.
1: We don't know who so you cool. were, but what group was it in and At- who are
0: you? Yeah. Well, she did say the Facebook group. Um, I don't know if I should read it out loud. Cause I don't, I mean, I don't know if it would matter, but, um, I've never heard of it. It says Ash and Tay Facebook group. Oh yeah. I've never heard of that either so but I'm that's, that's amazing sort of, yeah so um she said I'm so glad they did they recently allowed us to listen to music at work so I've been listening to your podcast and thoroughly enjoying it I love how fun and light-hearted you are but still being informative the ads are my absolute favorite and I always laugh out loud <laughs> and then this is I think the biggest compliment to any podcaster because I feel this way about my favorite podcast uh it says I'm bummed because I'm caught up on all the episodes so now I have to wait two weeks for the next one <laughs> oh you poor thing <laughs> Uh, so I feel that because that's how I feel about the podcast that I like binge listen to (laughs) as well so um, we love reading your emails you guys they're so sweet and they keep us excited to do more so um, if you want to send us um, a review or your thoughts on the podcast we'll try our best to give you a shout out because it's fun Mm -hmm.
1: I absolutely eat this crap up like (laughs) we I ain't even going to
0: pretend like I don't. It's an ego boost and I love the attention. So just email the crap out of me, okay? Megs, so like, you know how Tinkerbell needs applause to live? Megs needs yeah. podcast emails to live. Laugh
1: if you believe and I'm like, email me if you believe.
2: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by National Share Your Favorite Crochet Podcast with a Friend Day. What's that? You aren't sure that's a real holiday? It definitely is. Trust us. Don't bother looking it up. Anyway, make sure you celebrate this wonderful day by sharing the Crochet Bays podcast with your Crochet Bay. Make sure you do, because as holiday tradition goes, if you don't, the Crochet Goblin will sneak in through your window and tangle all your yarn. So season's greetings and happy national share your favorite crochet podcast with a friend day.
1: Okay, guys, this is kind of an interesting episode because it's really more geared towards
2: social mm-hmm. media
1: and, and can apply to, I guess, all, all the main social medias, TikTok, Instagram, yeah. and Facebook. Um, but just for context, when we're speaking, we're specifically talking about TikTok because that's where we live right. stream, um, but absolutely could apply to Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, so we'd we'll be talking about tips for going live and and just you know having success in that whatever that may and look is like. And this something for you. that
0: has been requested by a few different people that wanted to know. Mm. Um, since yeah, we kind of <laughs> like live our entire lives on TikTok Live. um, People <laughs> have been wanting um, we really our thoughts do. on you know best practices and tips and stuff. So you know we're not experts, but we're gonna try our best to let you guys know what has. Worked for us,
1: yeah, for sure. So, Jess, why don't you go ahead and go first, and then we'll just go back. So,
0: I got a few things written down. Um, and I tried, I tried to kind of think outside the box a little bit, like because even if you're not somebody who goes live a lot, you can probably think of some of the more standard advice that you would receive. So, I try to kind of dig past that a little bit. Um. Mm -hmm. The first, well, should we break down basics first? Like, like
1: on, like, for example, on Facebook and Instagram, no matter what your follower account and everything is, you can go live. Um, Facebook is obviously a little more private. Right. Um, It's a little bit harder to get it publicly accessed. Instagram is great for being publicly accessed, but people won't be notified unless they follow you. And then TikTok, I think, is the most public for live streaming, but you need a thousand followers. So those are important things right. to know right. ahead of time.
0: There also are other options like Twitch. Um, you know, there really? there are things that other places you can go where there's not as many requirements in place. Like TikTok. I think TikTok is probably the most strict in terms of like what you have to, you know, the qualifications to be able to go live. Um, so there are other places you can go. But you just need to be aware of, of what's what. Um,
1: yes. And I think we don't really recommend that a minor goes live because you're putting yourself publicly out there. And as a safety precaution, I think you – like, I definitely recommend being yes. 18 or and older. And I think
0: – I mean, so, like, TikTok is pretty strict about it. And I th- think – I mean, pr- I would assume most other social media platforms have that in place. But I don't know how – much they're policing it you know um
1: i know that instagram doesn't i don't know about facebook but i do know that instagram does not restrict based on age
0: yeah i mean i know and and i know there's a lot of temptation there of like you want to go live because you see other people doing it and it looks like fun but man there are so many people with bad intentions on the internet that it's just not worth it like you know use this episode to you know, take some notes and tuck them in your back pocket for when you're ready for that. But there's no yeah. sense in, like, rushing into it. You have all the time in the world to go live um, when you get a little older.
1: You got your entire adult life. <laughs> With that said, Jess, why don't you roll into your
0: first... Yes. Hello, tip. everyone 18 and older. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so... My first thing is kind of like, so when I was saying basic advice, the first thing that pops into my mind is like the cliche of be yourself, right? Um, Yeah. I try to kind of take it a step further. um, And this is what I'm going to say. And I am a fan of this sentence. I think it's true. And I think it's good. Um, You are your own brand and your brand Mm -hmm. will not be for everyone. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. I love that. The live that you are doing, I mean, especially if you're trying to do a crochet business and not just crochet as a hobby and trying to like build a community. If you're, if you're doing this as a business, you literally are your brand, your personality, the way you interact Mm -hmm. with people, the, um, the setting, like the physical setting of your live, the items that you're choosing to crochet, the music you have playing in the background, like everything that makes up your life is your brand. It's the, the personality of your company (laughs) that you're putting out to people Uh and, um, and the unrehearsed unscripted, just you crocheting in your home or wherever you are and just carrying on a conversation as you would as like a normal human being that all makes up your brand. And your brand slash your personality, <laughs> which is a little okay. harder to swallow, which is why I like the the term brand, because it really is your brand, Um, is not yep. going to be for everyone. And that is okay.
1: Right. Find your market, find your target audience, and focus on that. Don't focus on the people who... Like, I always refer to them as flavors. Like, you're not going to be everyone's flavor. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Some people like strawberries. Some people like chocolate. Your job is to focus on the strawberries, not exactly. the chocolate.
0: Because you can try to change yourself to be like so-and-so over here who's having all these followers and engagement and all these yeah. you know, <clears throat> viewers in their lives. But what's going to end up happening if you try to morph yourself into somebody else is you're not going to have fun because you're going to be constantly putting on a show Mm -hmm. trying to be someone that you're not you're not going to be creating content you really love and believe in and and are excited about um people have generally speaking people have a really good um phony meter (laughs) where they can tell when you're not being yourself and that's a big um turn off to like people who would want to watch you as entertainment you know like they can tell when you're not being you um so in the long run it's only going to hurt your brand um and yeah it's just not as fun like and also you miss the opportunity to connect with people who truly are like you value the same things you value get excited about the things you get excited Mm -hmm. about um so being authentic being you and unashamedly doing that and knowing that that's not going to be for everyone it may seem like the um the option that's going to hurt you in terms of like well I'm not doing this over here that this other person's doing that's getting so many views and engagement it may seem like a bad decision at first because you want to just do the stuff that seems to be working for everyone else but in the long run if you just patiently kind of like work at your own thing, you're going to find your people. Those people will want to engage with you more because like I said, you have this connection. Um, And in the long Mm -hmm. run, it's going to be, it's going to work out better for you.
1: Yeah. And like, I think that kind of rolls into a little bit of what my first one, which was, which is don't focus on the number of people viewing Mm -hmm. Um, because loyalty matters more than you realize. Like, yes, we want, you know, we all dream of going viral. We all we all dream of our small businesses blowing up. But like, think about it from this perspective. One time of it blowing up produces one situation of income or one situation of followers. It doesn't consistently produce more and more or help you grow outside of that single moment. I mean, sometimes it can. Sometimes it definitely can't. But for the most part, it's not, like going viral doesn't really, like I, at least from my perspective and what I've seen now, it's not really the the most successful way to have a small business anymore or like build a following or, you know, in be an influencer or whatever you want to refer to it as. But that loyalty does truly matter. That's where you're going to get your consistency. That's where you're going to get you know, that, that following, like you can have a million people come in like a video, but are they all your target audience? Nope. And they're never, and will are be. they
0: going to come back and engage with your content consistently? Right. Probably not. You know, obviously you'll get some people from that, that will really connect with you, but, um, it's more important to like, kind of slowly pick up people that you can engage with and really, um, get to know mm-hmm. than having all these random people come in for this one video and then you never see 80 90 percent of them ever again you know
1: yeah no totally and that number doesn't matter because when you first start out going live you're you're gonna have two, three, four, five people mm-hmm. in there that's i mean and- just started that way i started that way i got lucky because because I started joining Jessica's lives when we first, you know, I I mean, most of you have heard the story who listened, but, but I started watching Jess and then, you know, she, her and her following, she had really like hyped me up to help me build my a thousand followers. And then all kind of came to my lives and supported me, which was really awesome. So I got really lucky in the sense that I kind of already had a support system when I started going live. And not everyone's going to get that. I don't think you did when you first started. I'm assuming you did yeah. not. Um, and that's okay. You know, like, like every situation is definitely unique. But like don't stress that number in the corner, whether it be a ton of people or only a couple people. Because you start somewhere. Yeah. You know, like I started at zero followers, just started at zero followers. Like we all kind of started different ways. I didn't go viral to get to, I think I'm at 8,700 now on TikTok. You didn't go viral, you know, like we've built that up
0: slowly and steadily for the
1: last, like, yeah, basically we've both kind of been business owners for officially for about a year. So, um, we're really just, you know, we've been slowly building that up over the year. And, um, when we first started, there wasn't, a bunch of people in those lives like I remember getting excited over there being like 15 people mm-hmm. in there yeah and now we were just talking about this before we started the podcast like I'm averaging 60 to 100 people in my life yeah. it's crazy so it's like it will come if you find your audience TikTok will push it out to your audience you just have to really stay consistent not stress about yeah. that
0: I mean, when I first started, there will there would be stretches where there would be zero people, you know. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm just like talking to myself, and then somebody would, you know, come through every once in a while. <clears throat> so it's like that is that is the real <laughs> of starting out with live, and that's okay. Like like Mike said, we all got to start somewhere. And um, the other thing that I was going to share about going live with numbers, something very very practical is when you first start out like if you've never gone live before and let's say you know you're almost two thousand followers and you you're excited to go live just the very like a very very practical thing that i don't know a lot of people talk about in lives so that you're aware is sometimes when you go live um you know it obviously takes probably about 30 seconds for the live to start getting pushed out to people um sometimes you'll see this like spike right away and you'll jump up to like 80 100 people viewing and you're like, yeah. and, and the first time it happens, you're like, oh my gosh. Um, and then after about like a minute or so, it'll slowly trickle back down to like three people. <laughs> um, so just don't be like freaked out that first time that happens. Because sometimes it can be a little bit intimidating when it's like, oh my gosh, all mm-hmm. these people. But it's really just, you know, TikTok is like pushing it out to all these people. They may open it for a second, decide it's not for them and move on. Um, you know, so when that happens, don't be, don't be thrown off by it um, it will kind of settle back down to a reasonable number. (laughs) Um, yes, that's just a super, super practical, uh, thing that I was Mm -hmm. thinking of. Um, and you know, the, the whole idea about numbers, that was actually kind of my, my first thing as well. Um, it's hard (laughs) It's hard yep. to not get sucked into the numbers game, you guys. I it really am is currently fighting it. Okay, Megs and I were talking before we hit record about how like for whatever reason, generally. So like Megs has definitely been averaging more viewers than I have in general for a while. Um, I usually will average between like thirty and forty on a on a normal live, but for whatever reason, the past like four or five lives that I've done have been in the single digits for like the entire live. And for where I've been lately, that is a big drop and it's disheartening when you kind of feel like you've reached this certain Mm -hmm. area of like, this is where I'm at now. And then all of a sudden it just like drops way down. It can be very disheartening. You can feel like the wind's kind of taken out of your sails and you can feel like, Oh my gosh, like, what am I, what am I doing wrong do people not like me anymore? Like you, your brain goes through all those different things, right? Um,
1: don't psych yourself out, yeah, and don't give up. Yeah,
0: try your best, <laughs> and honestly, just like talking about it out loud to somebody is good because sometimes you realize like how dramatic you're being in your brain. Um, the truth is, you guys, TikTok, any social media platform, but I, I do feel like even especially TikTok, like algorithms are crazy. They're always changing. It is a mm-hmm. it is an ever-changing stream that we're all trying to figure out how to swim in, you know? And yeah. there's some days where the algorithm is really nice to you and you're riding that wave and it's great. And then there's some days where you feel like, why am I even wasting my time? Because nobody's yeah, like the 25 views on my cat video. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It just it happens. And so it's like. Usually, like this is why we're doing an episode like this, so that you can make sure you're doing whatever you can on your end to make sure that your lives are a great quality experience. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, you can do all the things right on your end, but if the app isn't cooperating with you, it's it is what it is, and like you got to take the good with the bad, um, and just trust that if you keep doing your thing and putting out quality content, that eventually it will turn back around for you. So that's kind of Right. The wave. Exactly. Ride the wave. Hits. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. And so my kind of um I guess to add on to don't focus on the numbers, um, an idea for something that you can do if you want to measure in some way is just find find a way. And this kind of actually ties back to the imposter syndrome episode. We talked about the numbers mm-hmm. and like picking another metric that you can control versus something you can't control so like you can't control the number of viewers on your live at the end of the day nope. um but you can control how you engage with the people that are on your lives so maybe yeah. you're going to measure your success in every person that comes into my live I'm going to make sure to you know engage with them I'm going to respond to their comment unless they're like a creeper or something but like you know if it's somebody you know coming in and saying hi I'm going to really take the time to ask them how their day is ask them if they're working on a crochet project um Mm -hmm. you know continue to ask questions and and keep a conversation going and maybe that's your goal you know every person who comments i'm going to engage and respond to them um or you know like so, so coming up with something that's not determined by the algorithm something that you can control and Engagement and building community, like those are good things to focus on when the numbers aren't going the way that you want them to.
1: Yeah. Some like practical, just kind of like bullet point tips. Um, great lighting. Like lighting mm-hmm. is really, really helpful. You know, we've talked about ring lights in previous episodes. Ring lights are a beautiful thing. Get one, they're really inexpensive. Um, you know, make sure you have a good environment that's not like really obnoxious and like like as crocheters we always have an obnoxious background whether it be plushies or our wearables (laughs) or our yarn and that's not what I'm talking about when I say this obnoxious loud busy background I'm saying if you have you know like you don't want a messy space in your background you don't want a cluttered space in your background with the exception of your yarn or your product projects you're working on um you know a quiet environment. Like, you don't want a TV on in the background or or kids screaming in the background. <laughs> I've <laughs> never done that before. <laughs> or, or like, you know, a loud, busy street in the background where you can barely hear. Like, you want to make sure that your audience can hear you. Um, you know, music is great, but don't have it up too loud where it's overpowering your voice type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just like your setting really matters. Like you want it to match like your aesthetic, your vibe, your personality. So like if you're very high energy naturally in your personality and you're very bubbly and you want to talk a bunch, well then make sure that your environment matches that. You know, have some more upbeat music. Um, If you're more like, I want this to be chill. I just want to hang out and maybe have like a really casual, calm chat. Maybe have some, like, lo-fi music going in the background type of thing.
0: Yeah. I think um, I, when I think of, like, setting the mood for something, um, and that this is actually, like, literally one of my points. I said a, a clean, organized space with a visual hook will go a long way. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll get into what I mean by a visual hook in a minute. But, um, yeah, setting kind of the tone for what you want your life to be. And, again, it goes back to, like, deciding what your own personal brand is. Um, I think someone who does a really great job of that is Katie Dids. like you. Yes. When you open up her live and you've got like, usually she's got some fun, like, you know, pop music or hip hop or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the, the colors are, are in your face, you know, yes. like it's very obvious that she's a colorful, you know, vibrant, like kind of sassy person. And you get that immediately when you come into mm-hmm. her lives and it's high energy And it's like, that is the vibe for sure. If you come into my lives, (laughs) it's going to be. Oh, I'll tell you.
1: I'll tell you. I can already, we got to do this. All right. Ready? When you go into Jessica's lives, it's, it's very neutral tones. Those muted colors, (laughs) very boho, very chill, very relaxed. She always has those kind of calm vibes. Like, like that is a prime Jessica live. It's
0: true. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my lives are basically like the complete opposite vibe of like a Katie dids life, which is fine. And that's the thing. Like if I said to myself, Oh, Katie dids has 400 people in her lives and I want to be like Katie dids, So I'm going to plaster my room in rainbow and I'm going to play all this hype music and I'm going to be like crazy the whole time. Like that would be the most inauthentic, <laughs> like, I would be miserable, okay? And I hope Katie doesn't listen to her podcast because she straight up is going to hear you say,
1: and think that you're saying that's how she acts.
0: (laughs) Katie, if you're listening, that's not at all what I meant. Um, That would be me. No, that would be me trying to be excitable, though. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. like it just would not be me at all, and it would come across as like, what even is she trying to do right now? Um, so, you know, just 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 be yourself. But, um, you know, with the, you know, music and the colors, and you know, kind of kind of setting your space the way that it it matches up to you. Um, I do think something that can be important is. What I was saying, a, a visual hook. So, like, when you're talking about recorded TikTok content or any any content on any social media mm-hmm. platform, um, I mean, you guys know because you've experienced it when you're scrolling through social media yourself. You give a post what one two seconds to hook your interest before you scroll, and you know it's like if if something doesn't interest you in the first. I mean, literally, I think the statistics say it's, like, one or two seconds. Um, That's most absurd. people will scroll by.
1: We used to wait for YouTube videos to buffer
0: for, like, <laughs> minutes,
1: sometimes right. a half hour. And now we can't even make it through a
0: seven-second yeah. video. It's instantaneous. Yeah, it's crazy. So, like... You know, it's that very short window. So mm-hmm. all the you know growth experts and everything will tell you you got to have a hook in the first couple seconds. To you know, you have to have some some movement or some you know. Don't waste your time with saying hi because people are already scrolling. You have to get to the point and you have to do something that's going to hook people's attention. So what is generally your hook? Like
1: I'm I'm having us say these not so people can necessarily copy them because they may not necessarily work for you, but to get those ideas flowing What's yeah because well, i have mine
0: for for lives or for recorded content
1: for lives because really you need a hook so, regardless well
0: that's the thing so that's why i'm saying a visual hook because at any given point when somebody comes into your live you can't anticipate what you're going to be doing at that very or saying at that very moment like you do with a recorded video like obviously mm, recorded sure. video you decide how it's going to start So when somebody comes into your live, you don't necessarily know where you're going to be in that video.
1: I don't know if I would agree with you that it needs to necessarily be a visual hook. And I'll tell you why after you say yours.
0: So regardless of what you're saying, obviously, if somebody opens up your live, they're going to be seeing what's there. And as many visual cues as you can give that person, you're in the right place. You found the content you're looking for the more likely they are to stick around my Mm -hmm. visual hook lately, since I moved into this studio is my yarn wall. Yeah. If I'm sitting down and I'm crocheting, my yarn wall is going to be in the background because I can't tell you how many people were scrolling and stopped to say, Oh my gosh, I love your yarn wall. And then it's like, if they see that, and then obviously if they see you crocheting, they can see, Oh, this is a crochet account. And if you're wanting to connect with other crocheters, there you go. You know what I mean. Um, for people who make a lot of AMI, like you were saying, you've got your plushies lined up in the background. That's great for you know other crocheters to see what you're making, but also for potential customers. Yep. Because they can see your stuff in the background and be like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. I need seven. Um, you know, so whatever you can do visually to line up your video to show people that they're in the right place and they want to stick around is going to be helpful.
1: I don't think it necessarily has to be a physical hook, though, because here's here's my thing. You can make titles to your lives, right? Right. Mine always says, um, I got secrets. Mm-hmm. Every time. And like other live streamers I've seen that aren't necessarily crochet, a lot of the times their title says mentioned you. I kind of hate that. I do too. I, I do hate <laughs> it because I'm like, why are you mentoring me? Who are you? And then I realize, oh, no, it's a hook. But it works. Here's the thing. There's these different tips. So my, in my case, I generally always have some sort of secret that I'm not letting someone know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it works because someone comes in, they're like, what are your secrets? And I'm like, I'm not telling you. You're going to have to hang out with us to find out. And And it drags people in and it works. But then there's the visual aspect, too. That will keep people around too. So whether it be plushies in the background, whether it be, you know, yarn in the background, it doesn't even necessarily have to be in your background. Like the, the bonus side of being like a crocheter is that your hook can be literally what your hook is attached to.
0: (laughs) Your hook can be a literal hook.
1: (laughs) I feel so clever right now. You're so clever. No, but for real, it, it doesn't have to be your background. But also, if you're using what you're working on as your hook, make sure your background Mm -hmm. isn't distracting. Yeah. Like, make your focus what's in your hands, if that's what you want your focus to be. Mm -hmm. You know, like, Jess's yarn wall is a really great thing. The other day, I was selling, I did a plushie drop, so my entire background was my plushies. And that was insane. Mm -hmm. It
0: it worked really well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it did.
1: So, yeah. Just I mean, there's so many different different things you can do, whether it be the title, whether it be in the background, whether it be what's physically in your hands, just make sure that, that you have it strategically placed or, or you're strategic in what you're saying or doing in some way, right. shape or form. One of the things that like, my viewers really love is I always hide secrets in the background.
0: Mm-hmm. That hints at a little hide and seek game. <laughs> I do,
1: I do, and it's very subtle. It's not even always like something easily detected. Sometimes I'll just have like a new, like a, like an arm of a new pattern just like peeking in the corner, or I'll have like, like a a ki- like one of my kids' toys that happens to relate to the next pattern or something. Like I, it's just something fun I've done. And, like, they don't always realize it, but I will tend to remind them every once in a while, like, oh, by the way, if you haven't been paying attention, you know, there's a hint in the background to what's coming next. And mm-hmm. that's something I like to do. It's really fun because every once in a while someone will find it and they're like, what does that mean? And, and that's another, you know, tagline on that I got secrets. There's always right. a secret hint hidden in my background.
0: Yeah, that's so fun. Also, kudos to your people for, like, actually reading your titles because I feel like nobody ever reads the title. Okay, <laughs> but they don't
1: because if you join a live from notifications, you can't see that title. But if you yeah. join it from the For You page... Or, sorry,
0: the intro. That's yeah. what I'm... Yeah. No, I'm thinking the, the title. The intro or the title.
1: The intro is just... I always keep my intro very generic. My title is to hook people from the For You page. Yeah. The secrets in the background are to hook the people who consistently follow me
0: right secret
1: secret i got secret secret. (laughs) okay another is it mine or yours who goes next i i don't remember it's fine you go we're just having a good conversation (laughs) um don't feed the trolls yeah don't feed them oh yeah you're gonna get them regardless of whether you have five people in there or you have (laughs) sorry i'm giggling because it just reminds me of the troll i had the other day Um, Or if you have 500 people in there, you're going to get trolls. Moderators are a beautiful thing. They will be a wonderful resource for you. But if you, for some reason, don't have moderators or they're not available at that time, don't feed your trolls. Or if you're like me and you love to engage with them but not give them the response they want, you can do that too. Let me tell you this quick story because it's really funny. I had a troll came in. And they were really nice. And they were a very subtle troll. Like, I didn't even realize mm. they were a troll. And I thought it was just a kid. Like, and it may very well have just been a kid, too. But the reason why we knew it was a troll is because they were doing the exact same thing in two of my other friends' lives. So that's why mm. I knew. Um, yeah. But they started out saying, like, like, oh, hi, you're so pretty. I like your crochet. And I was like, yeah, thank you, whatever, you know, like. And then it was, like, can we be friends? And I was, like, do you mean, like, mutuals on TikTok? Or, and then they're, like, no, like, can we be friends? Like, actual friends. I was, like, are you a minor? Because that might not be okay. <laughs> and everyone's, like, laughing. And then they were, like, no. And I'm, like, oh, okay, well, maybe. You know, come hang out. Maybe we can develop a friendship or whatever. Because I don't just become friends with random people just because they ask. I have to develop <laughs> relationships.
0: And concept. then it
1: progressively move oh I remember what it was it started out with them calling me saying hi mom and I responded to it as hey how's it going like without even thinking because I'm a mom you know like it, it doesn't faze me to hear hi mom and then I stopped and realized that was weird and I went
2: how (laughs) old was I when
1: I had you because I'm not that old and and then it progressed from that to can we be friends to I love you And I was like, I am a married woman, and then and then we were just like, I was I was totally like feeding the trolls in that moment, without realizing I was. Yeah. Um, don't do that because they'll just keep bothering you. And then I got the obnoxious, "Do you make Stitch?" I'm making fun of people because that is the one thing we get asked an astronomical amount if you're a plushie maker. Do you make Stitch? I don't know why everyone is so obsessed with Stitch. He's very cute. There's a lot of cute (laughs) patterns of him. I don't do licensed characters. I'm going to say it a million times. There's... But I don't know what the Stitch craze is. I don't understand it. It's not like there's a new movie. It's not like there's a new TV series. There was like
0: it's like some kind of meme origin to that. Mm. Like there was it, it started somewhere. Okay, became a thing. Like it's funny to ask that kind of fair a thing.
1: enough. All right, okay, fair enough. Either way, it's obnoxious and it's not a good time. Don't feed the trolls. <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't engage with them if they're acting. You know, if someone comes in as they're being rude. Just remove them from your life. them, block them, whatever. If they're just trying to troll you and be funny, you you know, just ignore them. It's just not worth. It's it's not worth disrupting your whole flow and vibe simply because somebody else thinks it's funny to come and ruin.
0: The trolls who are truly like being like mean and rude. Yeah, the thing that they are looking for is for you to get worked up and Mm -hmm. angry and like upset. Yep, and if you you know get angry and get worked up that's exactly what they want so like don't give them the satisfaction don't get angry don't get frustrated just be like you know what we're not gonna do that and then just block them that's all you yep. need to do um i remember one of my hot cocoa bomb lives i was in my kitchen and you could see a little bit of the like turquoise that i have in my walls and this one girl was like i don't remember exactly what she said but she basically was like um Basically, like, oh, my gosh, how embarrassing to have, like, such an awful wall color or something like that. Like, I don't remember exactly how she worded it. But I basically said, man, it's a really good thing you don't live here, huh? And then I blocked her. <laughs> People just,
1: the,
0: like, it's it's that
1: classic, like, keyboard warrior. People are just mm-hmm. so bold when they're behind a screen. Yeah. And and it's all yeah. good, you know? Because, like, I'm sure we've all been there at some point where we've said something we maybe wouldn't say out loud to somebody um jessica's looking at me like i would never have you because i'm concerned
0: (laughs) i don't even know what you're talking about (laughs) holier than thou over there (laughs)
1: no I'm not saying I'm not saying i bullied people on the internet I am saying that I have gotten she's a closet troll I have gotten a little saucy and I do love to troll people okay I'm not even gonna lie when when they're making stupid comments on my friend's TikToks I absolutely will go and troll them
0: this is how Megs has all this advice on how to deal with the trolls because it takes one to know (laughs) (laughs) I like to make absurd
1: sentences when people are being mean or rude on like tiktoks i will make absurd sentences that make literally no sense but still form a grammatically correct sentence
2: Mm -mm. um
1: and it confuses people and and i will maintain it and i'll keep doing it over and over until they finally have enough and block me so so yes i by definition am a troll
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but i only do it but to- only to those who deserve yeah. it it's like a vigilante troll. yeah
1: i'm just i'm an anti-hero okay
0: <laughs> she doesn't know the law
1: <laughs> we, instead of don't feed the trolls out um shirts we can just have don't feed the megs <laughs>
0: <laughs> there needs to be a comic book series of like megs the anti-hero troll and it's just you re- like systematically taking down all the trolls. of TikTok I love it. it. I love it. Let's by do it. One. Yeah. Okay. So my next and final bit of advice is twofold. Um, there are a lot of people that want to go live because they realize the benefits for their business mm-hmm. of doing so, but they are terrified of either putting their face on camera Or just the idea of, like, being live and having to respond to people in real time Mm -hmm. is, like, intimidating to them. Um, And they – or they just genuinely just don't really want to show their face. Um, To a certain extent, you do have to just rip that Band-Aid off and – you know, it's not like you have to go live for 10 hours (laughs) like me for your very first live, you know, go live for 20 minutes and just do it as a little test run if you want to, and, and kind of ease yourself into it if you need to. But there is something else that you can do. I've done this like literally once and I'm planning on doing it this week. If I, if I can make it work, um, you can do something called a silent live or a quiet live. Um, And so the way that I've done this in the past was the reason it came about was not because I didn't want to be on camera. It was because I was working on a complicated blanket where I needed to be able to count my stitches and I knew I was not going to be able to keep up a conversation at the same time and make any meaningful progress on this blanket. So what I did was I, I, you know, arranged my camera so that it was a top down view and you could really see me doing the crocheting. I've put on like a really nice playlist. I had a candle going, like I kind of set the, you know, set the, the screen. So it looked really nice and aesthetic and cute. And um, I made sure ahead of time that a few of my friends could be mods. So they could, instead of me having to like vocally answer <clears throat> questions, they would be available. And I, I gave them, I literally like sent them in advance Um kind of what I what I thought would be the frequently asked questions. You know, what yarn are you using? What pattern are you doing? What are you working on? You know, like uh-huh. all those typical questions that I knew I was going to get. Um, and they were ready to answer questions for me and, you know, kick out any trolls, whatever needed to be done. Um, and it was such a fun live. I got to actually like really make progress. It was a really different perspective for people that they really like, it was a really um successful live in like your standard you know from from purely from the metrics and the analytics it was a good Mm -hmm. live um and so i want to do another one of those when i finally get my mandala celtic blanket going because it's going to be another one where i will need to focus um and i've been saying i want to do it for a while and people are excited about it so that's something that you can do now should that be the only thing you do when you go live no because, like I said, your personality is your brand. People want to connect with you as a person. They don't want to just connect with a, a pair of disembodied hands that don't talk ever. <laughs> like you're not building any sort of community if all you ever do is crochet you want in the silence. hands. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If all you ever do is crochet in silence, like people aren't gonna connect to that. But it is a nice way to like switch it up. And if being on camera all the time is just really intimidating for you, it's something that you could mix in. Um to kind of help you as you're getting started Um, or, you know, you could even leverage that as a, as a hook, not a short-term hook, but a long-term hook in the sense of like, you're going to do a face reveal when you get to so many followers, you know, Yeah. and do your, Mm -hmm. you know, start off your lives with just the hands and maybe you're not going to do it silent. You're going to talk, but you're not going to show your face yet. And then you tell people, you know, when I hit 5,000 followers or whatever, you know, I'm going to do a face reveal. People eat that up, and I kind of like almost wish I had done something like that, but I I didn't. Um, so like
1: that's I didn't need to disappoint them with that face reveal. So we just started (laughs) off from the bat with the get ready to be disappointed. (laughs) We just dove right in. We didn't dip our toes because we knew it was gonna be cold. Oh
0: my! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Um, so that was my first part of advice. Was like if you're um scared of talking or showing your face and then another thing is anybody who has gone live regularly for a while will tell you that eventually you run out of things to talk about man Mm -hmm. if the comments are hopping and it's a very like there it's a high engagement live people will kind of provide the topics for you, right? Because yes. you've got all these people coming in, talking about their day, talking about what they're working on, asking you questions about your life. Um, those are the best kind of lives. Because I, if somebody's talking with me, like we're having a conversation right now, I could talk forever. Like I could talk till the dang cows come home, okay? I could talk with the best of them. But if I'm talking into the air and there's nothing coming back on the other side like let's say it's just a day where there's like (laughs) like the past five lives of mine have been um (laughs) there's just like not much coming back to you eventually you're kind of like okay I don't know what else to say right now Mm -hmm. so and when you first start out in your lives obviously you're not going to have as high of engagement because you're going to be starting off with probably less followers and all that so my advice to you If you're running out of things to talk talk about or you're worried that you will, it is not fake and it is not weird to come up with some conversation topics ahead of time. Yeah, Um, absolutely. It's not disingenuous. Uh, There are lots of different resources that you can use to do this. Um, Even if you go to Pinterest and you type in like, um, you know, get to know you questions or conversation starters, conversation topics. Um, there are apps. I have an app that I downloaded that I don't use it as much cause I've kind of exhausted all of them by now, but there's an app called table topics where it will, you can choose different categories and it will bring up a question and not only can you answer the question and maybe it'll spark some story from your life that you can tell, but you can also ask whoever's watching the question as well. Hey, let okay. me know in the comments. What do you think about this? Um, so If you're nervous about what if I run out of stuff to talk about, have some stuff in your back pocket that's ready to go because it just kind of helps to take away any of that anxiety of like, oh my gosh, it's just going to be crickets and I'm going to be sitting there. It's going to be so weird. Um, If you have something already ready to go that's still informal and you can put your own personality, your own spin on it, you don't have to be as worried about that. Yeah.
1: And like engagement is so important. It's so important. So important. You guys, engagement is so important. Mm-hmm. No one's going to come into your live unless it's like an intentional, silent aesthetic life. Like that's one thing. But if you're just sitting there because you're like, I don't know what to talk about. And you're just awkwardly sitting there. People are going to w- scroll in, be like, what the heck? This is, this is not, this is boring and they're going to leave. And I get that like people are introverted and some people just don't really know what to do. But like, this is kind of what this conversation is right now giving those ideas. Um, like a couple things I, I always ask is how's the weather? Um, people love talking about the weather. Um, you know, what they're working on, uh, generally in, it's like every one to two lives we get into this topic of what your children's names are and, and what their <laughs> ages are. And it's so, it's like, I don't even know why, but it happens. Um, recently, like like, find a topic you love or you know a lot about. That's I love conspiracy theories. Like, Are the lizard people real or are we imagining them? I don't know, but Mark Zuckerberg is obviously a lizard person, okay?
0: Thank you. Not Zucky. (laughs) Not the Zuck. (laughs) Um. (laughs) In a few of my
1: lives, we have gotten heavily into conspiracy theories of true crime and just in general things um we got into a really large rabbit hole of the titanic and it's been such a blast because i absolutely love true crime and i love conspiracy theories so Mm -hmm. like that's a topic that's really easy for me to pop up and have a conversation and keep engagement going really well um, that might not be the right one for you. Like suggesting these, I'm not saying do the exact same yeah. thing I'm doing because then you it all know. ties
0: back into your own personal brand.
1: Exactly. And but when like,
0: people see you light up about something you're passionate about, they get excited. And even more so if the person watching is also weirdly obsessed with the Titanic or whatever, like if you connect yeah. with those people, that's huge. That's a huge win. Like somebody's like, oh my gosh, I have something in common with this person and I want to come back and hang out with them because we're connected now.
1: It's okay to give them a perception of your personal life outside. Now, I don't want to say perception. It's because that's not wrong. We don't want a perception. Yeah. Peak. That's better because we don't, everyone's going to have a perception of what they think your life is like. And it goes back to that authenticity and being genuine and being yourself. Like that goes a long way. People can can spot a fake so quickly. Um, but also, like, you know, you, people like to maintain their privacy as well. But it's okay to give them a peek into your private life. Right. Or, like, your likes and dislikes. Like, for example, my followers love to troll me with dolphins. I absolutely hate them. I'm not going to explain why. I'm not going to torture Jessica with this whole subject on, on If the you podcast. want to know why,
0: just literally join any of Meg's any lives. Any of my ever. lives and you'll find out
1: um i don't like dolphins but you know what it it brings in engagement it really does So, like, anytime
0: it, any if anybody mentions the word dolphins either you or in the chat it lights up it does everyone's <laughs> like it, it it goes one of two ways either they're like
1: ready and zoom in a troll or no it goes three ways they're ready or zoom in a troll they're going, why don't you like dolphins? Mm-hmm. Or they're going, not the dolphins again <laughs> every time. It's just, you know, you find those things that are like hooks to get people engaged in your lives and get you like up and going. And those are my things. That's mm-hmm. just what works for me. That's just like what my audience, you know, like thrives on. They, they love to torture me. It's, it's a thing. Okay.
0: It's so funny.
1: Man, like we have talked about a lot of different things, a lot of tips. I feel like there's so much more we could talk about in this, but we're going to be here for three hours, you know, four hours, whatever. It's true. Yeah. This is a great topic for a part two episode. No, like
0: I think you might be right. Might be
1: on to something there.
0: Yeah. And maybe for part two, we can get some feedback from you guys
1: yeah send us feedback what if you go live whether it be facebook instagram or tiktok what tips would you recommend for people mm-hmm. or what who,
0: questions do you have yeah specifically or what about questions
1: that's a good one too questions yeah. or ideas or tips that you may have that we may have not mentioned um if you have any of those or have any feedback for us um, email us at the crochet at gmail.com
2: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the official favorite animal of the Crochet Bays podcast, dolphins. We love them, especially Meg's. What beautiful and loving creatures they are. So majestic. We're proud supporters of dolphins worldwide. Let's see how long it takes for Meg's to listen to this episode and lose her mind. It'll be a fun game. Anyway, back to the episode.
1: Oh me and you guys, it we're back to my favorite part of the crochet based podcast. It is Shut Up and Take My Money.
0: Heck yeah.
1: <laughs> I I wish we had a jingle. I feel like we need a shut up and take my money jingle.
0: I wrote one. I just yeah. haven't recorded it yet. Well what? Actually I actually tried to rec- I tried to record it and it sounded like garbage and I haven't redone it since.
1: Okay, well, I'm really offended that you haven't even told me about this.
0: I didn't want – I didn't want to show it to you because I felt you like it was garbage.
1: Okay. Well, I still want to hear the garbage jingle.
0: I'll send you the garbage jingle.
1: Perfect. All right. Jessica, what is our shut up and take my money for the day?
0: <laughs> our shut up and take my money – well, we always think – we always try to kind of theme it to the episode topic if we mm-hmm. can. And so we did that today. We were trying to think – of what are like the essentials every time we go live what are things that we reach for and besides your crochet project and something to hold your phone we were kind of having trouble and then i thought you know what i use every single time i go live is a usb hub um when i talk about a usb hub what i mean is you got one cord that plugs into your outlet in the wall and then the hub has multiple spots where you can plug in usb chargers and charge things Um, I love having a hub because you don't always have, you know, the amount of outlets available Uh nearby to you to plug in all the things that you might need to have plugged in for live. When I'm live, I usually have my phone plugged in because obviously going live drains your battery. Um, my particular phone mount with the light that's attached is charged via USB. So I always have my light plugged in because, you know, after going live for, Over an hour or two hours, it will die eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, So I keep my light plugged in. Um, Oftentimes, not as much in the studio anymore, but if I'm like out in the living room or something, I will usually have a Bluetooth speaker. And sometimes that needs to be plugged in um, to play my music. Um, If I've got, you know, an iPad with a pattern on it, I might need to have the iPad plugged in at a certain point. Like there's just there's just a lot of things, you know, that you may need to have um charging or plugged in at one point or another and the usb hub makes it so much more simple to where you don't have to like have a thousand cords going in a bunch of different directions or have a bunch of extension cords like you just have to plug in one thing into the wall and then you have the ability to charge all these devices in one spot and it's just a lot more organized and less annoying
1: it's such a clever thing and i feel so dumb being married to somebody who is so tech savvy that I don't number one own one and number two I haven't even thought of it nor has he ever suggested it I, well <laughs> I take that back he probably
0: has suggested it but it went zoom right over my head so <laughs> but you know what maybe that's that's a nice little housewarming gift you can get for yourself yeah, at, at the there house. we Just go invest in a little usb hub for yourself
1: we will have a USB hub linked in the um, Amazon storefront if you
0: guys yes. want to purchase one. Yeah,
1: um, it they're pretty inexpensive. I think. I mean, they can yeah, be. Yeah, there's a big
0: range of what but... you can get. The other cool thing is like, and this is something that you could totally consider, Megs, is if you end up having, you know, your your own office space, whatever, mm-hmm. or a place where you're going to go live um they make like desks that you can buy that have USB hubs built into the desk. Oh um, like that. They have ones that you can mount underneath a table or to a wall or something. So like there's all kinds of options. Like mine that I use, we actually bought this for cruising because there's only like one or two outlets in a yes. cruise cabin and yep. usually you got to charge, you know, like for us we got both of our phones, Michael has a smartwatch, we have a camera, like there's all these things that you might want to charge. Um, our Bluetooth speaker, and so we bought it so that we would have enough room to charge all of our devices without having to plug in a thousand things to the wall. Um, so mine is like a freestanding one; it's like a little tower. Um, but yeah, they make them in all sorts of configurations. I actually just bought a second one for the studio, um, and it's one that actually runs to the computer. So it's mm-hmm. it's a powered USB, so it charges things, but also it allows them to connect to the computer. So like. I have my thermal printer and my regular printer on the other side of my over by my little like shipping station of the studio. Um, And the cables weren't long enough to reach like the printer cable and stuff wasn't long enough to reach to the other side of the room where my computer is. So I bought this powered USB hub where I just run the USB hub cable all the way to the computer and then I can plug in the printer and the both printers and they're still connected. So like there's multiple advantages to having USB hubs based on what you need it for Um, but yeah there's big price range and there's lots of different options of like you know flat ones tall ones ones that are built into a table um, ones that easily mount on the wall like whatever you need it for Um, big fan very helpful I love that Yeah. oh my goodness Megs this was a good episode, man. Yeah. We, covered, we covered a lot of ground. I hope it was really helpful for you guys. Yeah. Um,
1: it put some perspective in it for me, even though I feel like at this point I am a
0: seasoned live streamer. <laughs> um, yeah. Good reminders. Yeah. basic it stuff really is. It's good. Um, the next episode of the Crochet Base, Megs, mm-hmm. is episode 20, Two zero. Two zero. Is that that blowing your mind the way it's blowing my mind right now?
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Um, Do we want to tell the folks at home anything about episode 20? Or should we do a little hook like your lives and keep it a secret? I got secrets. I guess that means we're going to keep it a secret. I got secrets. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) The secret is you all have hearing loss now. had to get in a little um make meg's silent wheeze before the end of the episode <laughs> there, it is, there it is drink it in friends drink it in there's your hint there's your hint actually <laughs> that's perfect that's actually perfect um yeah so i'm i'm really looking forward to episode 20 it's going to be something different it's going to be a break from our normal format for sure but you I have a feeling it's going to be a fan favorite episode. Like I'm really really, excited for it. I'm really excited for you guys to hear it.
1: Like I'm going to skip every episode that I haven't listened to yet and make sure that I listen to this one. I'm very excited for it. So yeah,
0: we think you guys are going to love it Mm -hmm. and immediately demand more. (laughs) So anyway, that is it for episode 19. You guys are the best. Um, we probably have the do you think Megs? we probably have like the best podcast listener fans
1: really do you guys are so loyal and you're so great at engaging when when
0: i plead and beg for it (laughs) um (laughs) that's the secret just beg for engagement um if you guys are enjoying the podcast i will do a little bit of shameless begging right now um you can share it with a friend um if you're on a if you're on a crochet facebook group and they allow you to share fun things like this you know share share Mm -hmm. the podcast um leave us a rating review whatever you can do on the podcast platform that you're listening on that's what helps us get out into the podcast world and reach more of our crochet friends um if you're not following us on tiktok already do all that fun stuff yeah come say hi in our
1: lives or message us on instagram or wherever else you do your Regular social media browsing.
0: Mm -hmm. Send us an email so we can give you a fun shout-out on the podcast. And until next time, crochet, drink coffee, and be kind. Okay, bye! Crochet Bays We're gonna crochet while we talk about crochet While we talk about crochet You can crochet too Yeah